The Subscription Box Show, episode 33. There's a lot to learn when it comes to e-commerce and subscription boxes. Whether you're a new or existing business, your list of questions can seem endless and daunting. Welcome to The Subscription Box Show, where you'll hear high-quality, unbiased views and strategies from top industry leaders. Whether we're talking one-on-one with business professionals or deep diving into thought-provoking case studies, we'll find the answers to your questions because this is the show you've been waiting for. Now, let's think inside the box with your host, Eric Music. Welcome to the Subscription Box Show. I'm your host, Eric Music, and I want to help you build, grow, and even start your very own subscription box business. Tune in three days a week as I interview the top entrepreneurs, leaders, and subscription box owners in the industry. You'll be able to take their knowledge, experience, and expertise and apply it to your business. Hey everyone, today is our weekly Friday segment called Focus Friday, where we deep dive into a subject that is specific to the subscription box industry. And in this episode, I answer a question from one of our listeners. I'll get into how you can properly price your products and services and how you can get better margins from your suppliers. I can't wait to dive in, but before we get into today's Focus Friday, I want to quickly ask you to please share this podcast with anyone you think would benefit from it. If you know anyone that loves online business, e-commerce, or simply love subscription boxes, then let them know about this show. Best place to send them is to this podcast website, thesubscriptionboxshow.com, where they can see what we're all about. You'll also be able to find all this information readily available in the show notes. Also, make sure to join our new Facebook group. It's different from most of the subscription Facebook groups that I'm part of. I want to make it more like the backyard party of the subscription box world, where we talk shop, talk business, but on the lighter side of things. And the reason for that is that I want this community to build real relationships. I'd also ask you to please rate and review the show on iTunes and hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast player. This will ultimately help the show by growing the audience, by getting the download numbers up. So thanks in advance for that. And thank you for taking the time out of your lives for listening to this podcast. I truly appreciate every single one of you. This episode is sponsored by Harbor Marketing Agency. If you're tired of wasting your hard-earned money on Facebook ads that don't convert, then maybe it's time you reach out for some help. No better place to start than Harbor Marketing Agency. Steve and his team have helped multiple subscription and e-commerce companies grow to seven and eight figures. Companies like Shaker and Spoon, Southern Scholar, Brio Box, and many more. So make sure to go to their website and get your free funnel audit at harbormarketingagency.com. You have nothing to lose. And for more free stuff, head over to Facebook and join Harbor's Facebook group called the Eight Figure E-Commerce Accelerator. All this information will be in the show notes. Now, without further ado, let's get into today's Focus Friday, how to price your products and services. For today's episode, I decided to pick a question that I recently received from Michelle and her daughter Splendid, aspiring subscription box entrepreneurs and a mom and daughter team out of Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. Michelle emailed in and asked, Eric, how do you find that sweet spot when it comes to pricing? Related, I'd love to hear more about margins with distributors on the product we add to boxes. Do most people start off with a basic wholesale cost and price the boxes accordingly? When does, if ever, it get to the point companies would give you products for less than average wholesale? As well, I'd also be interested in names. 
how people choose their names, and some tips around how to find the best one for your box. Well, Michelle, first off, congratulations on wanting to launch your very own subscription box business. And with your daughter yet, that is extremely special. I think that doing something like this with a family member or a loved one is extremely powerful, especially if you have different strengths. I used to think that it was an absolute no-no to get into business with a friend or a spouse, a child, a parent, whatever it is. But starting my subscription box company with my wife, Christine, was a perfect move. We have totally different strengths, and that is why we make a good team. So congratulations on taking that first step, Michelle and Splendid. Secondly, before I get going, I just want to thank you for listening and especially writing in. I love getting feedback and questions from the listeners. So let's get right into your questions, Michelle. Question number one was pricing. Okay, so this is one of those things where it depends on a lot of things, obviously. And before you even come up with a name for your website or a logo, all that stuff, you first need to test your pilot product. With that being said, here's where I'd start. First, go and listen to some of the wisdom Chris Levy gives on this exact subject on episode four of the Subscription Box Show. Essentially, this is what Chris says. Put together a fake box and test it. Michelle and Splendid, I know you're currently in the testing phase, so a good thing to do is to see if people will actually buy your idea. Then, to see what they're willing to pay for it. Here's the caveat. Those people should resemble or be your exact ICA, which is your ideal customer avatar. If not, they should be close. If that's not your family and friends, go out and find where those people hang out and ask them in person. Where do they hang out? Coffee shops, parks, malls, downtown, suburbs? Are they affluent people? Not so affluent? Blue collar, white collar? You get the point. Then go to the stores that carry your items. Walmart or the local mom and pop shops. Online, Amazon. The thing is, you don't need to buy a ton. Buy a few, put it in a box, Tell the people that this isn't the final product or the final box or the final logo, but this is your test model or your pilot piece. If you're planning on manufacturing your own, great. But in the meantime, buy something from a competitor that's as close to what yours will be in the meantime. You don't want to manufacture 2,000 units of whatever your product is just to find out that no one gives a hoot about them and no one's going to buy them. You don't want them sitting in your garage for the rest of your existence. Next thing, see if they're even willing to pay for it, show them the box, let them open it, let them see what's inside. So for an example, you can ask them, you have three options. Would you be willing to pay $20 for this, $40 for this, or $50 for this? A, B, or C. Ask 20 to 40 people or more if you can, 50 and upwards, and you'll have a pretty good idea. It's certainly going to give you an average. So to recap on the first part, which is pricing, make a product demo and show it to your ideal customer avatar. Then Ask them what they're willing to pay for it. Michelle's next question was on margins. This will change, Michelle, as your business grows. But remember a couple of rules of thumb. Number one, be profitable from the start. Meaning, don't price yourself so low that you can't survive. Most companies who do this do not last. They price themselves to where they think they can get their margins down the road. But you want to be profitable from the start and add some value instead. Have creative offers, but be profitable. This episode is sponsored by Harbor Marketing Agency. If you're a subscription box entrepreneur looking for tips to grow your business, be sure to join the eight-figure e-commerce accelerator Facebook group. This is a free Facebook group by Harbor Marketing Agency, the agency responsible for scaling multiple subscription box brands to seven and eight figures over the last few years. If you're looking for the secrets to scaling your subscription box quickly, go to harbormarketingagency.com forward slash accelerator and request to join the group from there. Make sure to also visit harbormarketingagency.com to get your free funnel audit. Harbor Marketing Agency, 
leaving every business better than they found it and having fun doing it. Number two, assume that whatever you're buying wholesale, you can probably double the price. When you're starting, usually if you buy your product wholesale, let's say at $20, the MSRP is probably going to be $40. That doesn't necessarily mean you're now getting 50% margins. Don't forget, your website will have a cost, your packaging costs money, your apps on your website, your shipping costs, etc., etc., your packaging, but it's a start. Number three, always price higher than lower. It's easier to lower the price later on when you're more profitable. And now you can afford to throw in discounts and maybe even have some offers and free shipping with a certain offer. And most companies who bootstrap do one of two things. One, they buy wholesale from local and some bigger wholesale stores. Two, they manufacture the product themselves. Michelle was asking, how can I get less than average wholesale prices? The answer in most cases, especially in the beginning, Michelle, is simply volume. For example, when we were starting, we would buy 30 units of a particular product at wholesale for, say, $18.95 each. But when we asked our supplier for lower prices, they said that we had to buy a minimum of 500 units. Then the price would go down to $11. Some have volumes needed in the five to 10000 for those kinds of discounts. Just remember that you'll be in a better place to negotiate once you have established a relationship and a track record of steady growth. The other aspect is building real relationships with the manufacturers and salespeople in those industries that you're buying from. Treat them like gold. Okay, Michelle, the last question was on a name, how to name your product or your company. And to be honest, I'm not sure it really matters that much. Think of Google or Perlin Pimpin, TikTok, all these companies that have invented names. I don't think it mattered what they would have been called. For us, we wanted a .com. That's all that really mattered to us. We didn't want a .net or a .org or a .ca, even though we're Canadian. We wanted a .com. The problem was all the names we wanted were taken or they were for sale. And there was no way we were going to pay thousands of dollars for a name when we could just as easily invent one. So in our case, we decided to go after something that represented us, Louis and Leah. Louis is my wife's great-grandfather and Leah is my great-grandmother. Louis and Leah. We have an eco-friendly quarterly subscription box that serves affluent mothers. So we wanted something that would be associated with being of quality and served that demographic, our ICA. Being French Canadian, it actually worked out perfect. It wasn't at all a stretch to use French names and they definitely sound fancy. And plus it rolls off the tongue. Think of Louis Vuitton, right? Okay. So I hope that answered your question, Michelle and Splendid. Thanks again for writing in. So just to wrap everything up, here's the thing. There are obviously multiple ways to name your company or box. It can be clever or it can be a play on words or it can be super obvious. It can even be something that's completely invented. In the end, you need to have a great product, a great offer and something that people want. What's the pain point you're trying to solve and is what you're offering doing that? All right, so if you or anyone out there have additional questions, comments or feedback, I'd love to hear it. Send me an email at eric at the subscriptionboxshow.com or send me a message on Instagram or Facebook at the subscription box show. And I might just feature your question on a future episode of Focus Friday. I'd also love to have you join our new Facebook group called the Subscription Box Show Facebook group. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen in to this episode of the Subscription Box Show. If you felt this episode helped you, then please go ahead and share it with everyone you know in the subscription box industry that could learn and grow from it. If you want more information from Harbor Marketing Agency, then please make sure to check them out at harbormarketingagency.com or simply check out the show notes with all the links and all the information you need to get a hold of Steve or if you simply want to connect with me. Thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Eric Music. And remember, words can inspire, thoughts can provoke, but only action truly brings you closer to your dreams. 
That's all for this episode of the Subscription Box Show. But your next unboxing is only a few clicks away. Head over to thesubscriptionboxshow.com to connect with your host on social media or book a call to give your input on today's episode and what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes of the Subscription Box Show. Remember, don't be afraid of change. Be afraid of standing still.